Hello. Hello and welcome. We are back. We are back. It is Trucking Answers, the podcast, and I'm here with my orange co-host, Gracie, who seems to be quite tired at the moment, but I'm sure she's ready to jump in at any minute. Today, we're going to have some trucking news, some automotive news, and yet another story of why we are not living on Mars. Do you know why we don't live on Mars? There's a lot of land there. Do you know how many miles you could get up there? Wow, like almost unlimited miles. I don't know if the logs even apply at Mars. Anyways, it's because there's a bunch of dumb people here that are idiots that are wasting the time of our tax money. And we have to spend it on them to keep them alive, basically in a cell or for whatever else they're doing. And so then we can't go live on Mars where we can get all the miles we want. The ELD won't work there. There's no satellites. Isn't that great? So that's the reason why we don't live on Mars. We will get to that in a minute. Have you gone over and checked out the United Federation of Commercial Drivers yet? Have you joined the private Facebook page? Okay, I know there's a lot of members already there, and that's great. Start posting all your stuff there so we can help each other. We're going to educate, we're going to advocate, and then we're going to take action. So that's how that's going to work. Check it out. Send everybody over that you know. UFCD.org is the website to uh, send people to. And if you call a company, send them there, ufcd.org. Who wants to know? That's who wants to know who's asking questions, right? That's who wants to know because we are going to be the ones now asking the questions. We are taking the wheel and we are going to be in control. I think that's going to be great. Hey, uh, there's still 42 countries, so we're still stuck at 42, about, um, I don't know, one-fifth of the planet, I guess, which uh, pretty good, pretty good. Indiana, you know, there's only 348 downloads in Indiana. You'd think it would be more because this is my home state. You know, this is where World Headquarters is, where we we broadcast to the world here from the Hoosier State. And there may be more than corn here, but apparently there are not that many listeners in this state. So I hope everybody will uh, get back on in Indiana. By the way, on the private Facebook page, I'm going to need some moderators over there. There's no obligation for time or anything. If you'd like to do that, let me know. I can add you as a moderator so that we can keep it, uh, you know, cleaned up there like the channel, the YouTube channel does, which everyone there does a great job. We've kept all the spam and all the weird comments and stuff out of there because that's going to happen here. I don't want people yelling at each other, saying dumb things. Because anonymity breeds, uh, you know, the worst in some people, and it only takes one or two people to ruin everything. So we don't want any of that. We're mad at companies, not each other. That's what they want. You know, they want us to yell at each other. Oh, if they're mad at each other, then, you know, they can't be mad at us. But that's not what we want here. That's uh, We want to focus our energy like a laser beam on one place. You know, the sun, the sun doesn't burn you as much. But if you hold a magnifying glass over your head, you can burn a hole through your arm. So... We want to focus, focus, focus into a point, a fine point. So we'll need some assistance there if you want to do it. Just when you're on and you see somebody posted something stupid or whatever, boot the boot that comment the heck out of there or whatever. Because, you know, also we're still on some other platform like Facebook. And uh, with the wrong comments there, we can get booted off of there. So because we don't own the platform, we're just using the platform. So uh, that's uh, what's happening there. I want to talk about I want to talk about this, which has been in the news, which is not necessarily trucking, although it's Supreme Court based and among other things. This Sotomayor Breyer thing is really just bothers me. I mean, are you telling me, you know, Justice Sotomayor won't come in the courtroom because 
the person she sits next to won't wear a mask. Now, here's the thing about this. They say, oh, no, it has nothing to do with that. Why can't they sit somewhere else? I mean, <laughs> I look through to my pocket constitution. It doesn't say anything about where they have to sit. It doesn't really seem to matter. So why doesn't she just go sit at the other end of the room? Remember, this is the same woman that said there's all these hundreds of thousands of kids in the hospital, which is absolutely proven to be not true, even by, you know, sources that would otherwise be friendly to her. They're like, oh, look, come on, we can't even defend you on this. You're so far off, you have no idea what you're talking about. So I thought that was really something. And going along with that is this deal in Tonga, all right? Tonga, tiny island out a couple hundred miles off of Fiji. And they had a, a tsunami come through, wrecked the whole island, did almost $51 of damage. Terrible. And so, look, they need water. Apparently, they don't realize that they have water everywhere, but they need some water. <clears throat> All right. So, countries immediately sprang up and said, look, we're going to bring you water. We're going to get, send bottled water. They're actually going to, one ship is on the way that has a desalination plant on it, but which you can do with a fire. People don't realize that. You know, when you have water everywhere and you're like, oh, it's not drinkable, you can burn the water, okay? Boil it off and drink it. And if you boil salt water, you collect the condensation on, the, on a lid or some other device that's larger than the pot you're boiling it in and you let it drip off the edge of that lid, the water you collect is drinkable water. Amazing amazing so either way uh, people don't have any idea about that uh, nobody can survive without bottled water i guess they go listen to this okay this is how crazy it's gotten that people in tonga they said this i'll translate that what that means is they only want the water distance okay so, so we have a separation because they're worried about coronavirus let me tell you this I will give you this. Without water, okay, people die in just several days, especially in the heat there of Tonga. So with coronavirus, about 99 plus percent of people live, way over 99 percent. But without water, if I locked you in a room and didn't give you any water, I'd be a real problem, okay? You'd have a very high likelihood of dying. People need to keep in perspective what they're talking about here, okay? Are you going to basically take certain death so that you don't risk a very tiny likelihood of death. You know, that's the thing. Well, I don't want to take your water because I think you're sick. So, okay, but, and I go, well, I'm the only one here. And so without this water, you're going to die. I know, but if I take that water, I might die, but only a very tiny chance. So I'm not going to chance it. Stupid. That kind of thing is just stupid. Get a grip on what is happening. Okay get a grip because just take the dang water it's bottled water all right so the ships have to pull up apparently and everybody on the ship goes into some room and then people from the island come on to the ship i guess and what they're saying is they're going to disinfect as they go and bring stuff and it's just crazy it's just crazy by the way you're surrounded by water that you can make drinkable okay so there's always that there's it's never an issue and they said oh volcanic ash too right okay filter that out get a sock right filter that out boil the water off and you can drink it i'll tell you what i'd do that before i would you know die of dehydration there's always a way to get water when you're the planet's three-fourths or more water so that is really something so this florida company here we go again with this kind of problem 
there's a company in Florida run by somebody whose name I can't even pronounce that was in a story. And they got shut down by the FMCSA, an imminent hazard to the public. They have what they say is egregious levels of noncompliance. Now, they found this out because the company had yet another accident where they killed somebody. That one of their trucks, you know, killed somebody. Um, and so they did a little investigation like, oh, my gosh. So they have all kinds of brake problems and inspection problems. They have out of services and then they get busted for driving an out of service vehicle tons of problems and guess what here's going to be a big surprise they have many many dot numbers can you believe that oh what a surprise that is they are have many companies under many names surprise and they all have problems because it's all probably the same trucks so they are been ordered to not drive now if they've already been found in contempt, basically, of driving out-of-service trucks, what do you think a letter from the FMCSA is going to do? Oh, they're like, oh, got a letter. I guess we can't have operations anymore. Come on. These owners should be arrested. How about that? How about that? Go arrest them. Grab them up and arrest them. There has to be more of a punishment than just a letter, a strongly worded letter. Dear sirs, I object in the most strong terms possible. I mean, come on. What is that supposed to do? What are, put it on 20 bond papers so they'll really know it's, uh, you know, it's really something. Go over there and arrest them and impound their trucks. That's And sell them at auction. Believe me, you'll make plenty of money at auction selling those trucks right now uh, to somebody who could use them because prices of everything is crazoinked. So you could make plenty of money selling that. These people, though, need to be arrested. We should stop this kind of thing. Why is it always after, oh, there's 40 accidents? Okay. Why aren't these things connected? Once you're driving and out of service and have egregious levels of noncompliance, where's the FMCSA on that? Okay, they go bust people for a license plate light. You know, do a four-hour inspection because of that. But here, this company continues to drive around running people over uh, and everything else. Now, they'll be sued and everything now. But look, they'll just open like other companies have done under a new name. And there's just no end to it. So they should be in prison. Did you see this big load? Oh, my gosh. For all of you heavy haulers or wannabe heavy haulers, this load is in Pennsylvania. It's going to take two weeks to go 400 miles. It is 213 feet long and weighs 294 tons. How about that? Now, they only had a partial picture of it. And the tires, I could see there were 58 of them. Okay, I don't know how many total there are. I couldn't see all the way to the back of the load because of the way they took the picture. It looked like it had a pusher truck. It's also likely that the trailer has an engine attached to it and the trailer is steerable by some type of remote control. They also had a number of vehicles waiting in this picture with tree limb cutters and wire, you know, electric company and everything. Hey, you guys, they were all out there. So they had to do all that stuff. They're going to have to go ahead and move this truck. By the way, it was a Kenworth day cab. All right, that was pulling this whole load because really you're just pulling the weight. There was no, there's no real weight on the fifth wheel. It's all being pulled. Interesting 
that you could do that with that truck. On it'll be motel every day. Now, can you imagine this? What do you think the rate is on that load? Right now, for your owner operators, what would the rate be on a uh, 294 ton load that's going to take two weeks? Plus, how long did it take to figure that out? You know, what kind of planning went into moving this thing? And it's some kind of part from some nuclear plant, which they actually said is still radioactive, which I love. And they're going to be carrying it around uh, through towns. There's tons of times when it has to get off the highway and go around because it, the bridges can't support the weight, even though it's spread out pretty far. And it's nearly 20 feet wide. So get that. They have to have coordinate with police and state police are going to go with them. Really some kind of load. I don't know what the driver makes. Probably some kind of salary. I cannot imagine. Probably $100 a mile or something like that to move this load. Some crazy amount. Maybe more. The trailer's gigantic. So that all's got to cost money. I want to ask you KLLM drivers this. Okay. They are advertising right now that they are paying for your home time. So any KLLM driver. Now, it doesn't say what that means. Of course, we are giving our biggest pay raise in history. I don't know what that means. If you only pay five cents and you go to 10 cents, that's a double. Yeah. So is that a big pay raise? I don't know. So I never like when companies are not transparent on what they're doing. But it says now offering paid home time. Go home, get paid. That's what it says. That's what it says. What does that mean? $10? $500 a day, 1000 I don't know what it means. I'd like to know. It, it's not on their website. They put out ads about it, but they still don't have it posted. So I don't exactly know what they mean. Let's find out what that means. What does paid home time mean at KLLM? They've been notorious for be, have, being on my bad list for detention because their detention didn't start or didn't used to start until after four hours. Okay, which is ridiculous. Why should I sit four hours without being paid? As I always say, would you send your kid to work at McDonald's? They have to be there at 8, but they don't get paid until noon. Would you accept that from McDonald's? I doubt you would. You'd be down there yelling at everybody. So I don't think you would. So if anybody's at KLLM and understands what this paid home time is, I'd sure like to know what it is. They just throw stuff out there and don't explain it. Oh, let's just toss this out there, see what people think about it, you know. Put out there exactly what you're doing. If you're so proud of it, why don't you announce and say what it is? I want to go to Ford for a minute. Ford is going to partner with ADT, the security company. And they're going to have what's called Canopy. This is going to start in the Lightning, but it's going to go to other vehicles. And what it is, is they're going to stick a bunch of cameras. They said add-on cameras. That's what it said. And sensors on your vehicle. And then if somebody tries to break in or whatever, it'll work sort of like a home doorbell system where it will alert you and you'll be able to look at it immediately, I guess, presumably, as long as it has Internet service wherever it's sitting. And you can actually communicate with the thieves, which is pretty funny in your car. Now, I don't know what that means battery wise. So that's a thought that I would have, especially if your vehicle is going to sit for any length of time. How much battery does this take? You know, Tesla has a sentry system similar to this, and it runs the battery down, you know, relatively fast, three to five percent per day uh, for sitting. So depending on how much you have when you park it, you can't really leave the sentry system on. So it just depends. So on this, I don't know. They said it would be good for work sites because you'll be able to know. Now, <clears throat> I don't know. If people know this. There is a way in uh, most countries to defeat the camera system. That is, you wear a mask. 
Okay, and then even though people see you stealing, you're just grabbing something out of the truck. If you have a mask on, it is very difficult to identify you. And now many states mandate that you have these on. So it isn't as unusual to see people walking around with a mask now as it used to be. But if you actually cover your face, which thieves are not great at doing, but if you actually did that and, uh, you know, took off, it would still be hard to identify you. Other than somebody saying hello through some speaker to you, <laughs> like, hey, what's going on? I'm stealing all your stuff. So uh, other than that, I don't know what's going to happen. Winnebago. I'm sure you've heard of them. Okay, so they are making an RV out of a Ford Transit, which would be called a Class B RV. Transit is the full-size van that replaced the E-150. Except this is a concept because it's electric. There is an electric Transit right now for sale. So Winnebago said, let's make an RV out of this thing so people can travel without having to worry about buying gas. Sounds great thing is the um, range of the Winnebago EV is 125 miles before it is fully depleted why because it is big all right and adding all the RV stuff to it doesn't help matters so you would have to get to the campsite now they did say it'll charge from your campsite and usually you can get 220 out of a campsite so there's sometimes there's a plug, a 220 plug. So you'd be able to charge this thing back up while you're camping and you'd be able to run all the electrics just like any other RV. But then you're only going to camp, what, 60 miles? Well, no, I guess you could camp as much as 120 or so miles from your house because you could charge it up and take off. Look, that's not a great, you know, range considering the transit's already, you know, 40 something thousand electric transit and then plus the rv conversion you're looking at a 60 or 70 thousand dollar rv that has a 125 mile range and has to be plugged in not great so although it should charge fast at a one of these ev go or blink chargers or whatever you should be able to get 100 miles of range in it in a half an hour or less still not great so you put 100 miles in 30 minutes and then drive what you drive an hour and a half and have to plug in for another half hour no that's no way to travel maybe in the future this will be a good idea at the moment with such a short range on an rv i don't think it's great maybe other than i guess you could tow the rv to a campsite with a regular rv that has a gas engine in it and roll it off and plug it in and then you could sit there without all the emissions because that's what they're trying to do I want to yell at Clark Howard. Clark Howard is one of the podcasts that I listen to. I listen to Clark Stinks every week. I download that podcast, which I recommend. Clark Howard has been a consumer advocate in the industry for decades, really. And uh, the podcast is pretty good. And they do a Clark Stinks where people write into him and uh, tell him why he got something wrong. And I want to do a Clark Stinks right now for Clark Howard. Just yesterday on the podcast someone asked him they'll write in and say clark what do you think about the tesla being stuck in the virginia ice storm clark has a tesla okay so uh you know won't they run out of electricity or whatever and here's what clark said and apparently clark may not understand how things work he said the older ones would be a problem but new ones get a heat pump which he's right, the Model 3 gets a heat pump, and the Model Y, some 3s and a Y get the heat pump, okay? And here's where he goes off the electric rails. He said, because of that, they don't use any electricity to keep the car warm. Now, 
I don't know if you know about science, but when we have energy come out of somewhere, we have to put energy into it to make that heat. Heat doesn't just come out of nothing. He can't produce heat without using power, either in a car, we're burning gas, or there we're going to have to use electricity. Now, what happens on the heat pump is they use less electricity than the resistive heaters that the cars used to have, the toaster-style heaters, as I call them, where they heat wires up, they resist the power, so they heat up and blow air over them. That takes a lot of energy, where these heat pump heaters take a lot less energy, but... They take energy. You can't just produce heat without having an energy drain on the batteries. I don't know what he's talking about. So he's way off on that. And I think that's bad information to give to people because they may think, oh, well, I can just run the heat a full blast forever and I'm just never going to run out of power. Is, does that sound like anything? If that was right, everybody would put a heat pump in their house and just run that all winter and never pay any electric bill. Okay, but that isn't how it works. This heat, this thing, I think I talked about it on another episode. They're having problems in northern Canada because it doesn't put enough heat out. But that wouldn't have been the problem at 20 degrees or 22 degrees that they were at there in Virginia. It will produce enough heat. There was a video of a guy who said, all right, I'm going to test this. He stuck his car outside and it was 10 or so degrees, 10 or 11 degrees, and at 91% charge and turned it on to 70 degrees inside and came back out 18 hours later because that's how long many people were sitting there. It had 48% charge left in it. So he could have gotten you know, another 10, 12 hours before he got nervous about it. But that was at 70 degrees set inside the car just sitting in front of his house at about 10 so to say that the thing doesn't use any electricity that's not possible okay we have to go to science here and say we can't we don't get to produce something without uh you know using something on the other side we have to have an equation here that comes out even or it just doesn't work now i want to go to a reason why we're not yet on mars it's right there we can see it it was clear so we can see it up in the sky but we just can't get there the miles, even though it's a smaller planet than Earth, the miles would be unlimited. You'd actually get better fuel mileage there, I think, because of the thin atmosphere. But we can't get there. We just can't get there because there are idiots. So today we go to Chicago, right? The big city with the bean. Everybody knows about the bean, right? Sears Tower. I'm going to still say Sears Tower, no matter what people say to me. So we've got a guy who lives in a cinder block basement in a row house in Chicago. And he's sitting in his metal folding chair, which is all wonky because one leg's all bent because one of his friends played a prank on him one time and it bent and he's sad about that. And so he's sitting there with his card table and he's like, you know what? I'm going to go for a drive. This guy, he's got it going on. He's got wheels, all right? So he, he goes for a drive but he says you know what i need to take with me a joint yeah that's what he takes so he rolls that up on his pink floyd album and uh, gets that set up for himself heads on out lights that doobie up that's what the kids say right and he's smoking away and he pulls up to a red light and there's a cop there now does he hide throw that down eat everything eat everything throw it out the window no he rolls his window down and, you know, waves over to the cop and says, hey, do I have any warrants? 
Nice. Well, the cop, being friendly as they are, says, well, you know what? Pull up over there and uh, we'll check for you. So he does. Brilliant. Cop gets out of the car, takes a whiff of the air uh, around him and says, wow, this is really something. And also, when he walks up to the car, he notices our friend here driving has a gun in his belt. Ha <laughs> ha, in Chicago. Okay, so gets him out of the car, takes his gun from him uh, for his own safety, searches the car, finds several more weapons and several hundred rounds of ammunition, runs this guy to see if he actually has warrants, which he does not, but, but he's a convicted felon. That's a problem. He also doesn't have a concealed carry permit for Chicago because he's not allowed to own weapons or possess a weapon. So, guess what happens to our friend here in Chicago? He goes to jail and gets his car impounded. Isn't that nice? So, what are they doing with this guy right now? Well, when they're not shoving a nightstick up his, uh, you know, wherever they're sticking it, we have to support this guy by paying for his cheese sandwiches and water that he has to get, uh, you know, in jail. So he gets his uh, orange jumpsuit or that black and white one with the stripes on it or whatever. Yeah, take him to jail. I mean, seriously, what are we doing here? This guy wasting my money that they could be using to send me to Mars, but it has to go to purchase, you know, real processed American cheese food product to make his sandwiches. And I personally don't like it and a bunch of Wonder Bread. And so we're wasting our time keeping this guy alive when what is the point of that? Uh, you know, is this guy do you think other than doing this, he's a, you know, a brain surgeon? I don't know. It didn't say in there. I'm going to probably say maybe not. Maybe not a brain surgeon. Maybe. All right. So that's the reason why we do not today live on Mars, because this guy, among many others, is wasting our money while he's wasted. Ha! See what I did there? You see how I did alliteration? That's pretty good right there. So go to ufcd.org. Send everybody over there. Come on. Join the private Facebook page. And uh, be sure to check out Trucking Answers on YouTube, where we have much fun and frivolity. Live show Monday, 1230 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. See you there, and thanks for listening.